Isaac Shade here, co-host of the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Join Andy Patton and me every Monday as we break down all the buzzer-beating action, conference rivalry games, and need-to-know bubble matchups ahead of the NCAA tournament. Check out the Locked On College Basketball Podcast every Monday, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Iowa's Caitlin Clark is the best scorer of all time in women's basketball. She might be the best women's player ever, period. I'll make the case for next. Lockdown Big Ten starts right now. You are locked on Big Ten. Your daily podcast on the Big Ten Conference. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Welcome to Lockdown Big Ten. I'm Craig Scheman. Thank you for making us your first listen each and every day. Thank you. We really, really appreciate it. We're free and available wherever you get your podcasts and on YouTube, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. Today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. Make every moment more. New customers join today and you'll get $150 in bonus bets if your first bet of $5 or more wins. Visit FanDuel.com slash Lockdown and get started. Caitlin Clark, we'll talk about her. Plus, patience at Michigan. And we've got our picks going into the weekend. Be sure to subscribe if you don't mind. That really helps us out, please. And you can follow Lockdown Big Ten for free wherever you get your podcast. That way you get the latest episode of this podcast as soon as it becomes available each and every day. Well, Iowa basketball sensation Caitlin Clark broke the all-time NCAA career scoring mark as the Hawkeyes beat the Michigan Wolverines 106-89 Thursday night in front of another home sellout crowd. And she did it in fashion and style, too. She poured in a career high and Iowa women's high 49 points. And overall for the career, past former Washington Husky star Kelsey Plum's record. And she got the record out of the way early, right away. Got a quick two-pointer off the opening tip. Followed that with back-to-back deep three-pointers uh, from the logo left side. Just absolutely amazing. Knocked the blew the, the roof off the place. Everybody was excited. Took her two minutes and 12 seconds to finally get past that record, and then they could concentrate on the rest of the game. But she just kept pouring in bucket after bucket after bucket on her way to 49 points. She also... Tied a career high with nine three-pointers in the game. She also added 13 assists. She does more than score. Uh, And, of course, that was her 77th career double-double. Plus, she had five rebounds and a steal, throwing it in a complete day's work for her on Thursday night. And, by the way, now that she has the women's mark, guess what? She's 99 points away from breaking Pistol Pete Maravich's all-time NCAA scoring record if you want to include the men's mark. So that's around the corner and very doable with the remaining games on the schedule. Uh, She is just absolutely phenomenal and uh, so much fun to watch. Look, she's the best in college basketball right now. So I got to thinking, where does she rank all time in women's basketball? Yeah, she's the best scorer. But let's talk about some of the others out there. I mean, I can rattle off uh, 10 or a dozen other players that have been great in college basketball over the years, like Diana uh, Taurasi, Tamika Catchings, uh, Maya Moore, Les, uh, Lisa Leslie, Cheryl Swoops. We can go on with Sue Bird, Candace Parker, Brianna Stewart, Brittany Griner, Cheryl Miller, if you want to go 
a little bit uh, old school there. She's absolutely phenomenal. She is in that list somewhere. No doubt about it. But where on that list? Now, if you want to do just shooters, she could be the best shooter of that bunch. Number one, top of the bunch. She's very Steph Curry-like when it comes to launching three-pointers from the logo on the court. And like I said, she's just absolutely fun to watch. That part of her game, very similar to Steph Curry, putting up a three from anywhere and knocking it down and having some fun. In addition to shooting, she's just good at passing. Her vision on the court is incredible. She sees teammates getting open before they realize they're open, and she gets them the ball. She just reached 1,000 career assists last week for her career. That uh, that puts her sixth all-time. She'll continue to climb up that list. And, um, you know, it just means she gets her teammates involved. It's not just about going out there and shooting high volume and scoring points. Um, in fact, Hannah Stolke just scored a career-high 47 the other night against Penn State with Clark on the floor. Of course, Clark just passed that mark with her 49, but nevertheless – Others can get involved in this Iowa offense. Um, she's about to become a two-time Naismith Award winner as the best player in the game. So when you really think about it and where she is historically, her place in history, if you want, the only thing really missing from her resume right now is a national championship. Now, that would go a long way in moving her up on the greatest of all time list. And this team is very capable and very deep, and they can rely on multiple people to score. They can make themselves, they can make a run, just like they made a run last year. Uh, so they're going to be a, in the mix in the month of March, for sure, in getting a national championship. So, uh, you know, the, the other greats have some titles. Diana Taurasi, she got three titles at UConn. Oh, take away from that, right? Brianna Stewart won four national championships at UConn. In fact, in four years, Brianna Stewart lost five games, five games total in four years. But women's basketball is deeper and more competitive now, in my opinion. It's, it's much more than just UConn and Tennessee. That's what it was for a while. That was a long time ago. And... I'm going to look forward to seeing how Caitlin Clark does at the next level. By the way, little sidebar, she does have one more COVID year of eligibility left. She could come back and just add to these numbers if she wants to. I have a feeling she's going to move on to the next level and go to the WNBA. She really won't talk about the future. She just wants to talk about her teammates and the team and really soaking in this year, no matter what she decides. So that'll all come in due time, but I am curious to see at, at to what point she excels at the WNBA. I'm sure she's going to do very well. There's a lot of good players in the WNBA, right? Maybe, maybe she won't be scoring 49 every night. Maybe, maybe you have to settle for 29 or 19. Uh, you never know. So I I'm curious about that part as well. I'm also curious to see, about uh, the fanfare and how much it follows her to the next level. Um, you watch any Iowa game now, there's little girls with Caitlin Clark jerseys on all over the place. And uh, I'm curious to see if she, she, she gets a lot of attention right now playing college basketball. Will that attention continue to the WNBA? Very curious about that. Look, the WNBA is just this isn't a knock against the great players, but it has just kind of existed overall on the sports landscape for a few decades now. 
it's been subsidized by the by the NBA. It has. Um, and they have had some star players and whatnot, but I'm just wondering if Caitlin Clark, if that fanfare could travel with her to the WNBA much the same way that it did for Larry Bird and Magic Johnson. They the, the NBA was dead when they st- when they joined it, but they had their national championship battle with Michigan State versus Indiana State. It captured America, put the NCAA tournament on a whole nother level, if you will. Then they took their act to the NBA. They had the East Coast West Coast thing going. They went to two storied rivals with the Lakers and the Celtics anyway, and they played each other repeatedly for uh, championships. So. Uh, I think Caitlin Clark can be that person that can do that, get a lot of attention going back to the WNBA. You know, the one thing, though, Bird and Magic, they they had a rivalry against each other. I don't know if Caitlin Clark has a, a natural rival right now. And maybe that's part of the formula you need to get the Magic going, if you will. So, um, you know, maybe it'll be Angel Reese from LSU. They seem to have a thing going last year in the NCAA tournament. Something like that would be really fun moving on into the next level and have a fierce, uh, you know, battle going into the future. Time will tell. We'll figure it out. But right now, Caitlin Clark's college career is winding down quickly. And I suggest you enjoy it now while she's still here. Um, Let her finish things off, see where the point totals end up, and uh, maybe she'll get a championship. And then we'll let history decide uh, where to rank her among the greatest ever to play women's basketball in the NCAA. Uh, we'll love your comments on it as well. If you want to hit me up at Twitter X at talk big 10, number 10 uh, comments on YouTube as well. And of course, don't forget our website. You see the crawl on the bottom, talk big 10, number 10.com. We'd love to hear from you there as well. Um, and by the way, if you're there on the website, we archive all of our podcast. In fact, this one will be archived under Iowa. If you want to go right to your favorite team, get some merch, shirts, pennants, hats. It's all there at the website at Talk Big Ten number 10. All right, a day after Ohio State fired Chris Holtman as the men's basketball coach, what's the plan for Michigan and Juwan Howard? Going to discuss that in a minute here on Locked On Big Ten. Get buckets with your first bet on FanDuel. FanDuel, America's number one sports book, because right now new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 bet. That's $150 if your bet wins. You can bet on everything, games, totals, point spreads, your favorite players, quick bets, live uh, same-game parlays, exclusive props, Everything is on there, and I'm telling you, I'm going to continue all week long. I hit with the Pacers on the over again the other night. It's it's like a magic formula, just magic. <laughs> so check it out. Visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn and shoot your shot. FanDuel, the official sportsbook partner of the NBA. March Madness is right around the corner. If you want to win your office pool, you need to stay caught up with all the college basketball action with the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Every Monday, Andy Patton and Isaac Shade recap the biggest stories in college basketball, keep you up to date on the NCAA tournament bubble, and get you ready for the upcoming week of games. From the Big East to the Mountain West and everywhere in between, Andy and Isaac have college hoops covered on the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. 
available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I want to thank everybody for checking out Locked On Big Ten, especially you everydayers. Thank you for keep coming back. Uh, meanwhile, uh, be sure to subscribe on YouTube, share, follow, and like Locked On Big Ten, your team every day. And once again, don't forget, check out our website, talkbig10number10.com. All right. It's a strange time in the Big Ten with men's basketball. Uh, in football, we're used to Ohio State and Michigan being at the top of the Big Ten standings. Well, if you look at the men's basketball standings, Michigan and Ohio State are at the bottom, struggling big time. Um, in fact, they may be the worst two Big Tens and the worst two teams in the Big Ten if the season keeps panning out this way. Look, Ohio State decided to make a change right away. And uh, Chris Holtman, they fired him. He is in his seventh year, and they said goodbye to him. Paid him like $12 million to go. And associate head coach Jake Diebler is going to serve as the Buckeyes interim coach for the remainder of the season. They're, like, they're in transition over there. They got this new athletic director who's coming in, and uh, he's going to start having a more active role March 1st, and he'll be officially the athletic director July 1. So he's going to be all over this search for a new head coach. Meanwhile, Many feel that Michigan's Juwan Howard may share the same fate as Holtman as the Wolverines have underperformed the last two seasons. However, Athletic Director Ward Manuel says he really hasn't thought about making any changes to the basketball program. We're down to the final couple of weeks of the season. It's been a disastrous season. He hadn't been thinking about making a change. That's, that's, that's what he's saying publicly. That's despite losing 12 of their last 14 games. And in yesterday's podcast, I said I thought that was kind of a strange backward vote of confidence. Well, I really haven't been thinking about making a change. Has he or hasn't he? Um, and maybe he just don't want to say anything publicly right now. Maybe Ward Manuel is just a patient guy. We don't see that too much in sports these days. You know, maybe he's a guy that wants to work with the coaches while they try to turn things around instead of just firing a guy every three years. Then where are you? Starting over all the time. You want proof? Does Jim Harbaugh ring a bell? In Harbaugh's first five years as the Michigan football coach, look, they were really good. Not good enough for Michigan fan. Kept losing Ohio State. People were getting kind of cranky about it. And we know he was winning a lot of games still. But you all know the story there against Ohio State and how that series turned around the last three years. If Manuel doesn't exhibit that kind of patience there, three, four, five years ago, and he fired Harbaugh in 2019 or 2020, which he could have, and some other athletic directors would have, and there were people calling for it at the time. That national championship they just experienced, three straight Big Ten titles and the three straight wins over Ohio State, that never happens, ever. Perhaps lesson learned. Perhaps patience is the way to go. Look, Manuel still may let Howard go at the end of the season, or he may not. But you can credit Manuel with some patience in an instant gratification world. Speaking of Manuel, in a recent interview, he mentioned that Jim Harbaugh's recent departure will not affect the two NCAA investigations against the school for Harbaugh's truthfulness or lack thereof in Burgergate or the Spygate investigation as well. 
Uh, Manuel says the school is being as helpful as possible in these matters. What remains to be seen is whether the school takes the fall for anything that Harbaugh may have done when Harbaugh is gone. He's gone. They may have to still pay the price. Manuel said he is also very pleased with new head coach Sharon Moore and how he's putting his staff together following some uh, several defections by those who are on the staff. They're going to go join Harbaugh out West. So tough spot there, but uh, he likes how they're moving forward with all that. And finally, Big Ten Commissioner Tony Petiti, he gave an extensive interview where he said moving forward with the inclusion of the four Pac-12 teams, his goal is to set up football scheduling in the future. They've already got 2024 set, but 2020, you know, moving on. Um, they want to they wanna have those late season games in November be the ones that have huge impacts on the 12-team expanded playoffs in college football. So it sounds like to me, in addition to Michigan and Ohio State closing out the season, we're going to have great rivalries of ranked Big Ten teams going head-to-head late in the season. Sounds great to me. You know, the NFL kind of has that philosophy where the last couple weeks of the season, you're playing division games, trying to mix things up in the standings going into the playoffs. Uh, If you're a team with a loss or two, though, and you got a big game coming up, is it better to lose lose a game in late November or get it out of the way in September? Got time to kind of put that out of your mind. Or... Let's say you're uh, you're starting out hot. You're 8-0, and you got four tough games in uh, November. So you lose most of them. All of a sudden, your season's over. Different ways of looking at it, but uh, I think all in all, it'll be great, actually, because I think there's enough talent. I think there's enough good teams, great teams in the Big Ten year in and year out where I think it's going to be as exciting as can be. Get your thoughts on that as well. Also, if you haven't heard, if you check us out every day, I know you have, Locked On has launched another channel. It's the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube called Lockdown Sports Today. And you can check that out. It's a constant loop of all of our podcasts on there, including this one, plus news of the day. Uh, Lockdown Sports Today on YouTube. You can subscribe there to the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel, in addition to subscribing to us here on Locked On Big Ten. All right, you know, going into the weekends, we always like to make picks, whether it be football or basketball. It's time to take a look at the games on the slate here. We'll do that. I'll have my predictions next right here on Locked On Big Ten. Also, I want to tell you about game time. Maybe you want to go to some of these games. Whether you want to go to a game, a theater, Comedy show, what a concert, game time. Get the game time app and it'll make your life easy. You can get tickets everywhere, Uh, especially if you're the one that is in your group that always has to be responsible for getting the tickets. Now you got an easy way to do it. Just do it right on your phone. It's super simple. Uh, They've got last minute tickets, flash deals, zone deals. You can find and buy tickets for every kind of event in your area. And I always tell you, my favorite part is it shows you the view from your seat you're about to buy before you click. And when you do buy, it's just a couple of clicks, boom, boom, and you're good to go. It's right there on your phone. And all in prices show up, uh, show your total right away. There's no like added fees or service this or service that later. It's all right there, right there. So you know the exact price. Buy the tickets just with two taps, good to go. 
Uh, game time has deals right up to the start of the event. And in fact, if you want to run late or live in a city like Los Angeles or somewhere in New York, somewhere like that, it's hard to get around. You can show up late. You can get tickets late up to an hour after the start of the event. So what you need to do, keep it simple. Take all the guesswork out of buying tickets with game time. Download the game time app. Create an account and use the code locked on locked on for $20 off your first purchase terms apply. Again, create the account and the redeem code locked on L O C K E D O N for $20 off download game time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. All right, we're going to put it up here on the screen. If you're listening audio only, I will describe in as much detail as I possibly can for our picks for basketball going on this weekend. If you're on video, here it is. Full screen right there. And let me just get rid of that. Okay, now you can see the screen. All right, here are my picks for the weekend. Let's start off with the Saturday games. We've got Penn State at Nebraska. That is a noon game Eastern time. On Saturday, that is on the Big Ten Network. A lot of basketball on the Big Ten Network this weekend. Look, um, I've told you before, in Penn State, they've been a little up and a little down. I think there's there's a good team there. But I've told you repeatedly, Nebraska is just another beast at home. Impossible to beat at home. So I'm going with Nebraska here on this one. Sorry, Nittany Lions fans. But, uh, yeah, Nebraska will win this game. Also, number 20, Wisconsin, man, they're falling in the rankings. Wisconsin has lost four out of its last five. They finally stopped that four-game losing streak with a win against Ohio State on Tuesday. Wisconsin at Iowa. That is a Saturday, 2.15 Eastern time on the Big Ten Network. And uh, Iowa, sometimes Iowa looks good. Sometimes they don't. They can score. I think this is a bounce back game for Wisconsin, but I don't feel good about it. I'm not married to it. I'm going to pick Wisconsin, but I think this one's going to be close. It's going to be tough. All right. Illinois, number 14. They are at Maryland. Saturday, 530 game on Fox. In fact, there's a double header of Big Ten games on Fox. Michigan State, Michigan. Get to that in a moment. Illinois at Maryland. There's a... Maryland has a player, Jameer Young, that does not get enough attention or credit. I talk about him a lot here on this podcast. He needs a little help from his teammates. They just beat Iowa on Wednesday. Uh, Maryland is a tough place to play, and I'm here. We here we go. I'm going to tell you, if this were at Illinois, I'd take Illinois. But you know what? I'm going to call Maryland for a little bit of an upset here. Yeah, it'd be an upset. I'm I'm going to call for the Maryland upset over Illinois. Uh, at Jameer Young's going to get like 28 points in this game. And Maryland's a tough place to play. So give me the Terps with the upset. That's the early game on Fox Saturday night. The 8 o'clock Easter game is Michigan State at Michigan. And I will take Tom Izzo and Michigan all day, Michigan State in this one all day long. They beat Penn State Wednesday. They're starting to roll, getting ready for March. They've won four out of their last five. Michigan has all sorts of trouble. We just told you about Jawan Howard might be in a little bit of trouble here. So, um, yeah, give me the Spartans over Michigan in this one. Now, on to Sunday, we have three Big Ten games. Number two, Purdue at Ohio State. Um, okay, so Ohio State's 
they got rid of, and that's a one o'clock Eastern game on CBS, by the way, Sunday. So they fire Chris Holtman. Jake Diebler takes over. Jake, here. Here's the team. Congratulations on the new interim head coaching job. By the way, you got seven foot four Zach Eady and number two ranked Purdue. Good luck. Mm, you know I'm taking Purdue in this one. I even though I look, maybe Ohio State will be fired up or trying to win one for the new coach or whatever the case is, but they just have not been playing well, obviously. That's why they made the change. I'll take Purdue there. And we'll uh, look at Northwestern at Indiana. That is a three o'clock game on FS1 on Sunday. Uh, I really like Northwestern and Boo Booey. They're a little bit better at home than they are on the road. Indiana has not been playing well. Um, but Northwestern has Northwestern's won two in a row. They have not won three in a row since late December, but they are 17 and seven. They are a good team. I think Northwestern will get the win on the road here. What do you think about that? And finally, Rutgers at Minnesota. That is a 6.30 Eastern uh, Sunday night game on the Big Ten Network. Rutgers has won three in a row, including a win against number 11, Wisconsin. And at Maryland, Minnesota has won three of four, including Michigan State, Northwestern, and Penn State. Those are good teams. I, uh, whew. I think this one's going to be a gritty game. And because Minnesota is at home, I will take Minnesota. Although there's no disrespect to Rutgers. I, if they if Rutgers wins this game, I'll not be surprised. So once again, I'm going to take Nebraska over Penn State. Go take Wisconsin over Iowa. Go take Maryland to upset Illinois. I'm going to take Michigan State to beat Michigan. Purdue will handle Ohio State. Northwestern wins at Indiana. And I'm going to take Minnesota and a squeaker over Rutgers. Those are my picks of the seven Big Ten games this weekend. What do you think about that? We do picks every Friday here. Uh, and so though, uh, we'll put ourselves on the record. We'll put ourselves out there. So if you want to talk about them, uh, have any comments on them, uh, be sure to hit me up. We'd love to hear from you uh, many ways here on this podcast. Uh, first of all, you can hit us up at Twitter at TalkBig10, number 10. Don't forget our website, Talk Big Ten, number 10. Don't spell it out. It's the number 10, talkbig10.com. And, of course, comments on YouTube as well. And uh, I'll be scrolling through from the weekend on the weekend, sitting on the couch, checking out the comments. Sometimes you guys come at me. Sometimes you like what I say. Sometimes you go against each other, like the rivalries. So uh, it's always fun. And I uh, hope you enjoy all that. And uh, if you don't mind, if you haven't yet, could you subscribe? Just click the button. It's free. No obligation other than that. That helps us if you subscribe. And that gets you uh, in and ready to go with our podcast, uh, which come out, audio version, 4 o'clock every morning, Eastern time, 6 o'clock with the videos every morning, ready to start your day. If you're an everyday, you know that. If you're kind of new to the program, that's when they're out. By the way, if you are new and you have some friends that are Big Ten alum, friends, family, let them know about us, please. Word of mouth is great for this podcast, and I would really appreciate that if you can help spread the word. Uh, in the meantime, like I said, subscribe, follow this podcast right now on your favorite podcast app, and then you'll be the latest to get the latest episode of Lockdown Big Ten as soon as it's available each and every day. Also, Locked On has uh, launched the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. Invite you to check that out next. It's called Locked On Sports Today. 
It is here for you 24-7, covering the top sports stories of the day with the local experts of Lockdown, plus our national shows covering every single league. So go to Lockdown Sports today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel. All right? Well, thank you very much for uh, checking us out. I know this weekend it's going to have a bit of a different feel. It's no NFL football, right? It's always weird that uh, that first weekend or two without football on Sundays with the NFL, and uh, we call it a little hangover. Maybe you're into spring football with the, uh, and the the United Football League or just getting ready for your Big Ten team to start some spring football practice with the spring game coming up in April for most of the schools. So we'll be all over that. Uh, anytime anything breaks over uh, any day regarding football news, we'll get it out there. We're in the mix with the basketball as well. Uh, March Madness is right around the corner. So uh, we'll be on it. You'll be with us. Always appreciate that as well. So in the meantime, have yourself a great weekend. And uh, we'll chat at you Monday as well. Thank you for checking us out. For Lockdown Big Ten, I'm Craig Sheeman.